0: Welcome to the Food is Life podcast with me, Jambo, and me, Steph. So, Steph, this week we are talking about one of the f- best things in life for me, something that I rely on heavily for so many different reasons. Um, we are talking all things caffeine.
1: Oh, yes, we are. I think we should probably start with the fact that it might be controversial, it might stop people listening to the podcast but i am not a coffee fan i don't like coffee
0: which hurts my soul Mm, i I was recently in italy and i just every opportunity just a coffee like oh I (laughs) i don't know how people can't can't like it
1: i know i to be fair i i didn't like the taste or the smell and then i worked in a coffee shop like way back when now I do like the smell, but I still, I can't do the taste. And I feel like, I,
0: go on. I I would drink coffee without the caffeine.
1: Oh yeah. See, I wish I, I don't know, what kind of part of me wishes I had this. Cause I know it's like such a popular thing, but also the other part of me is like, well, maybe it's not such a bad thing. Cause otherwise maybe I get addicted and then my life falls apart and you know, mm. there's no more food's life. life. So
0: is so that. Let's go on to caffeine. Sorry, yes. Before we go off on many, many tangents and just lose the trail of So caffeine, big part in a lot of people's day-to-day lives. I think everyone's probably aware of the the main benefits of caffeine. First thing in the morning, I think probably 99% of the people will probably pop on the kettle and make themselves a coffee or a, a tea.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Caffeine doesn't just come in the form of coffee. Right, we forget. Oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Should we, we talk about all the things it is in?
1: Well, to be fair... Yeah, I think um, not just relying... or oh, just talking about coffee, because I always think caffeine equals coffee and tea, but there is lots of other re- um, things it's in as well, right? So.
0: Isn't mm. it in chocolate as well?
1: There is a little bit in chocolate. I think it's more in darker chocolate, mm. but we're, we're talking smaller amounts here, so we don't really need to worry too much, yeah. I suppose.
0: No. But just... I'm trying to make myself seem smart <laughs> um so yeah we obviously the majority of us bang on the kettle first thing in the morning we have caffeine first thing usually in the form of coffee tea but if you're you know a nutter potentially an energy drink or a bar of chocolate um <laughs> my first question in regards to caffeine which we briefly touched on before we start this podcast was um people, caffeine, and tolerances. Mm. Now, my first is going to be a double-sided question, I think. Um firstly, can people build up a tolerance on caffeine? And secondly, uh have people got different, I guess yeah, different tolerances to caffeine from the get-go. Are more people a lot more sensitive and won't build up a tolerance? Or some people just sort of dead inside and
1: yeah Yeah, so you've probably heard of some people can have a caffeinated coffee half an hour before they go to bed and sleep like a baby other people if they have a coffee at like 10 a.m can't fall asleep because they're still high on caffeine Mm -hmm. um so yeah there's we in the science there is responders and non-responders to caffeine so what the mechanisms are i can tell you off the top of my head but you do get people that just do not respond to caffeine, which is just crazy, isn't it? But yes, that definitely is a thing. And in terms of the tolerance, if you are a responder, you can and you likely will build up your tolerance. So this is where coffee and caffeine goes wrong for a lot of people because when you take caffeine on board, what's basically happening is you're blocking the tiredness receptors in your brain so if you're someone that initially has a couple of coffees a day just to, you know, get through the day or they enjoy it, whatever, you get that buzz, fine. After a while, a few weeks, a few months down the line, you then need three to get the same feeling or to block the same amount of tiredness that you did two months ago with two cups of coffee, you know. So, yes, tolerance is definitely a thing and i'm sure i don't even need to say that to a lot of people listening to this podcast
0: yeah especially probably parents <laughs> yeah. i was thinking about all those parents in the early mornings um okay i mean i think that's probably um what the first thing that comes to people's minds when we talk about caffeine and and where caffeine comes from coffee uh and what it's we use it from day to day life what i'm really intrigued to know is how can caffeine being used when in a calorie deficit?
1: Ah, oh, that that was a uh, loaded question. This mm. is for ninety-nine percent of the listeners why we are here today to answer this very specific question. So, caffeine—not for everyone, but for a lot of people—can be used as an appetite suppressant. Oh yeah, should we just finish the podcast there?
0: So yeah, just drop it. Yeah.
1: So it's a tool that not enough dieters probably use in the toolbox. And to be fair, it's not something I shout about, but maybe not enough. Um so using caffeine as an appetite suppressant to help you stick within your calorie deficit, to help you stay more consistent, is or can be a good thing to use, right? So this is where it gets a little bit more complicated because I feel like in a lot of ways, caffeine gets a bad reputation in society. You know, we're all, we all love mm-hmm. it and we're all addicted to it and blah, blah, blah. But <sighs> caffeine, like we're saying, blocks the tightness receptors in your brain. So what we have to be careful of is it's not going to have an overriding impact on sleep or quality of sleep or length of sleep because sleep, when we're looking at staying in a calorie deficit is top of the food chain right it's probably the most important part of any part of a weight loss journey if someone is struggling to sleep or has bad quality sleep then their appetite is just through the roof for a lot of people um so caffeine has to be used in the right way um does that kind of make sense
0: yeah yeah i got one of my world class uh world Um, tangents I'm going to go off but I'm going to talk of my own experience here so when I go through a calorie deficit currently in a calorie deficit going really well as well um, I will wake up in the morning and usually I wake up and I'm really hungry and instead of going right, I need to have breakfast because I know if I have breakfast straight away in the morning I'm so hungry that I'll be like get the calories in and regret it later. So I actually use caffeine first thing in the morning as a way to suppress that feeling as well when you've got something in your stomach. Once you've got something in your stomach, you usually feel a lot less, I don't know, I'm ravenous in the morning. I might just be the only one. But so I use I'll have a cup of coffee in the morning first thing, use it as a a way of doubling up, having something in my stomach, and then um suppressing the appetite a little bit because otherwise I would smash usually 800 calories in the morning. Um, And then what I do as well is after I have lunch, so if I have lunch, sometimes I feel a little bit, might feel a little bit snacky after. I always make myself a cup of coffee afterwards. Mm -hmm. And it works. It works. It's so good. I don't know whether as well, maybe there's an element of psychologicalness in there. um, Just like I tried to
1: say, yeah.
0: Like, because I know that it can work, does it work and always well obviously like uh, I mean I'm sure you probably said this to your lean beans before but you know having a glass of water before you eat or after you eat just to make yourself a little bit fuller so I don't know whether it's all a bit psychological as well
1: yeah I mean a bit of both is what I would say so like you're talking about after I do that after dinner and I'll have a tea after dinner because you know sometimes when you get that sweet craving and you just want something you know just a little bit of chocolate or something. sugar in your tea well, this is what I was about... No, I don't. This is what I was about to get onto. So, did you think I was going to have sugar?
0: Yeah. Well, not because sugar's you're su- bad. You're, you're sweet enough, Steph.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so another shocker is that I always... All throughout the day, every day, I drink decaf tea. So, mm-hmm. I... You, like you saying, like... After, sorry, like I'm saying, after dinner, I'll have a tea, usually after dinner, because yes, it's that tea and you're just having a hot drink and you're having something, but it's I'm having water as well. Yeah. Right? And it, it's easy just to forget, oh, actually, I could just have a glass of water and probably do the same thing, but it just feels like more of an experience.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. I, d- yeah. I don't know why. It's, I think a lot of it is psychological, probably, um, but it definitely works. And like we actually said, like when it comes to uh, being in a calorie deficit, Caffeine plays can play a, a massive role in, um, you know, helping you get through it all. And I think the first thing that a lot of people tend to think about is like the, I don't know, the perkiness it gives you, like the energy it might give you the, like almost counterbalance the fact that you might feel a bit low in energy. Um, but I don't ever use it in that way. I've never seen a, it work in that way. But I certainly, like suppressing the appetite. Maybe mine's just become psychological over the years, but I do think it works.
1: Yeah, no, there's definitely science behind it, but there would there will be that psychological impact for a good amount of people too. So yeah, it's definitely if the listeners haven't used this as a tool before or haven't thought of it in this way, it's definitely worth experimenting with. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Um, I've got a question for you, Steph. Uh, say uh, I'm a lean beaner and um. I find my energy slumps a lot when I'm in a calorie deficit. Um, maybe my calories are, I'm under calculating them in my macros or whatever. I'm being a bit naughty. I'm trying to push the boat a little bit too much. Um, would you ever say to a lean bean about using caffeine as a way to, you know, keep the energy levels up or?
1: And on heart, that is never a bit of advice I've ever given. And not because mm. I don't agree with it, but simply because there's usually other factors that will play a bigger role. So mm-hmm. people that are relying on caffeine to boost you and get you through the day, I would argue there's other places we need to focus on first. And generally, for most people, that's actually sleep. I mean, yeah, I don't know about you, but a lot of people, a lot of like my Lean B legends, we do a bit of work on sleep like. Mm-hmm. Eat some a lot, some a little, because so many people either don't sleep enough, don't sleep well, and then they get up in the morning, they have coffee, they've had their second, third, fourth, fifth coffee just to get through the day. And then it's just a vicious cycle, isn't
0: it? It's funny for the listeners, obviously, me and Steph are very fortunate not to have kids in our lives yet where we have been (laughs) sleep deprived. But before I go on to our next point, but me and Steph went out on the weekend and we had a a couple of beers together and uh, we were sat there while we're having a beer talking about how we were worried about how it was going to affect our sleep um, and how we don't want it to impact our sleep and our recovery. And we have got to that point in our lives where we are old in our ways, but it is important. Sleep is. And we were saying like, it does, you don't realize how much it impacts I think we actually spoke about this on on the podcast when we talked about um, training when you're ill or recovery when you're ill, Um, how much caffeine impacts your sleep pattern as well. So Mm -hmm. I was talking about how I was taking lemon sips or Beecham's, you know, others are available, but it had high caffeine content in it and I was still taking it at like five, six o'clock and it was affecting my sleep. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, caffeine's a funny one because in some ways... It like I said gets a bad reputation, but there are also health benefits to caffeine. And you know, it's the the antioxidants part of the compound of the caffeine, the coffee bean, they they have a good impact on like psychological things and Alzheimer's is one of them that I know. But so it's finding the fine find balance because you can overdo it, but also mm not having to go full cold turkey if you don't want to because there are health benefits to having some caffeine in your day so
0: uh, yeah 100% I definitely like you said I think it is kind of demonized a little bit by society don't know why but um, definitely has a part to play okay I've got another question for you Steph <laughs> um, this might have been uh, more suited towards Portia um, your dietitian Diet- friend dietitian
1: dietitian yeah yes yeah. I'll see yeah, what I can do
0: caffeine's impact on the gut because i know i i never have this problem mm-hmm. but i know a lot of people that for example um will have two sips of their coffee and will be you know getting a toilet roll in hand mm. as they run up the stairs
1: yeah that that's i believe a scientific based fact that it does push through push through well your gut faster definitely oh. yeah i know but then, again, with that, you've also – I don't know, again, the exact mechanisms mechanisms of it, but you've also just guzzled half a mug or a mug of water, most people. But,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it just shows it's not just that because people that have an espresso, for example, will get the same impact. Yeah. So yeah. it's just a lot of people, first thing in the morning, you get up and you have a cup of coffee or tea, whatever – but you've got things moving in general, so it's not necessarily just that, it just gets things moving faster.
0: Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> I like, um, I went through a stage a couple of years ago of just waking up and go for a walk in the morning, and I find that walk would just get things moving, you know,
1: <laughs> exactly. Get,
0: get, yeah, get things waking up.
1: I think it's a good point because it, it just shows we we could sit here and be like, Yeah. So if you have a coffee in the morning, you're going to poop faster, therefore, you know, whatever. But actually, looking at the broader picture, there's other things in play to that. Like, there's water, there's just generally getting moving. Like, would you have got up anyway and gone to the toilet, you know? And um, go
0: on. I was going to say, my next question, uh, I love questions, obviously, (laughs) is how much... um, do you think caffeine is a placebo to a lot of people and and you can leverage that placebo again i think when we talk about placebos i think they're talked about in like a negative way almost Mm. but whether it actually works or not like if you've built up a tolerance for example if you have i don't know a cup of coffee every day every morning without fail if you took that away would you be more tired or is that like almost like a placebo effect that you think because you haven't got it you're not awake Vice versa. Do you think that, yeah?
1: Yeah, I think this goes back to habits as well. So Mm -hmm. I think it's having this deep ingrained habit as a positive reinforcement. Like, let's say, for example, someone gets up in the morning, they have their first coffee before they go for a walk or before they go to the gym or before they drink their first glass of water or -hmm. before they make their breakfast in the morning, whatever. If it's a positive habit that's reinforced every day, that then if you don't have the coffee or the caffeine or the cup of coffee, you then can't be asked to go out for your walk or you can't be asked to make your breakfast in the morning. It's not necessarily a placebo, but if it's part of your routine, that's a positive routine, then, yeah, I don't know. Does that kind of answer the question?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, like, um, it's for sh- certainly I think, like, when we talk about things like placebos and, like, oh, it doesn't actually work, but the thing is, if you're getting the results out of it, mm. I always think this with um, people that are not, like, supplementate, like, gym supplementations, like, you know, pre-workout, for example. Mm. I know it's got caffeine in it, and it has got everything else in it. It's got everything under the sun, to you know, dilate blood vessels and you know this that, and the other. Regardless, a lot of people, are, oh, it's an absolute waste of money. But if it, in your mindset, if you can go to the gym and train that a little bit harder because you've got the pre-workout, and you think like the pre workout you can leverage it as a placebo to be a positive thing.
1: Hundred mm-hmm. um, percent, do I agree with that? Hundred percent.
0: Like so many times, I see it as like a a, a negative like things negative. Oh, it's just all in your head. Well, great. If it's all in your head, but it's actually helping you get that 5% more brilliant. Yeah, definitely.
1: Same goes with, let's say, every time before you go to bed, you, it's just having a positive routine. Like, I don't know. I can't think of an example right now. You read two pages of your book and it's like, if you don't do that one night, then you're probably, you think you're going to have a bad night's sleep. So for someone that does then read two pages of their book every night even if they come in plaster drunk read two pages you know it's yes things might be a placebo but yeah i they definitely don't need to be a bad negative thing
0: okay steph i've got one more question which i don't actually want you to answer but i'm just gonna leave it hanging for a reason um i'm gonna talk about fat burners and how caffeine plays a part like a lot of the fat burners you see will have green tea extract and caffeine and i think like bitter orange in and stuff like that um does caffeine have a part to play in the process of fat loss like that or is that purely a side of just suppressing appetite
1: so i can't answer it
0: you can answer it, go on
1: <laughs> Well,
0: I don't want you to go into too much detail
1: Okay, not too much detail But fat burners Increase your heart rate
0: mm-hmm.
1: Therefore you burn more calories mm-hmm. Therefore you might be in a slight deficit But the yes. chances of you dying Have just increased The chances of you ended up in hospital have just increased Is that worth your life? Is it worth you having crap sleep? Is it worth you Having jitters all day every day? People don't tell mm-hmm. you about that side of things. Yeah. Is that a fair enough That's answer? fine.
0: Yeah, I just don't want you to go down too much of a rabbit hole. To mm. I think that's something that probably needs a whole yeah. episode on, I think. For sure. Okay, Steph, let's hear your takeaway then on caffeine.
1: Yeah, I think it doesn't need to be, well, I know, it doesn't need to be demonised. Mm-hmm. up to i believe the current research says up to four cups of coffee i don't know what that is in terms of energy drinks and all the other equivalents
0: but up to four I th- cups i think i think oh, one energy drink equals about the same as a cup of coffee these days
1: oh okay there we go then um up to four cups is not going to do any harm to your health to your well-being and if anything like we've talked about there is some health benefits you've got some antioxidants some healthy compounds in a coffee bean extract that you can utilize in your day-to-day. Is it going to make a massive, powerful difference to your health? Probably not, but it's not something that you should be scared of drinking or consuming. Um, Definitely make sure you use it as a positive impact on your calorie deficit if you are not already and if it's something that you want to experiment and look at if you want any help with that feel free to reach out to either myself or jumbo because we can definitely help with that um but yeah be cautious because as everyone knows it has can have an impact on sleep quality of sleep and you know we're no sleep experts but we know firsthand what it's like to have too much caffeine, not sleep well, have an increased appetite the next day, and life is harder, you know? So, 100%. yeah, that would um, be my take home. Have you got anything you'd like to add, Jamba?
0: Yeah, I would just say, like, uh, I use caffeine a lot in my day to day life, enjoyment or otherwise. But certainly when I use it in a calorie deficit, even if it is a placebo, you still got to leverage it. I think, like, I don't know whether it's habit or whether it's in my mind a little bit or I don't know I read an article one time and it's ingrained in there but yeah I certainly use caffeine as a way to you know suppress my appetite a little bit um if you need it to poke you up for sure
1: don't think it's some don't think it's a tool that you're using to cheat the system because caffeine is probably if not the most researched nutrition topic out there into especially in terms of sport and exercise mm-hmm. nutrition and how it works so it's a natural product it's a natural thing caffeine that is so don't think it's a cheat or anything like that when it comes to using it to help you with a weight loss goal because it's not
0: 100 right steph we've got to a point in the podcast where i've brought this in recently um and i'm just gonna give a shout out to some of our listeners all over the world because I love the fact that we've got this and I still I'm desperate for people to reach out to us say hello but it's still not happened to me has it happened to you
1: what people reaching out yeah I do get random people sign up to my email list from like Norway um I think there was a Netherlands person the other day I was like what the hell but you know what go on go on I was going to say, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were also saying on it, they were like, we don't know how we get so many listeners. We don't know where these listeners come from. Reach out to us. I was like, oh, my God, we say that too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's just incredible. So I'm just going to, for the people listening, um, obviously we have a lot of people in our local area that um, Steph works with, uh, but then some further out, we've had a listener from Norway. There we
1: go. I wonder uh, if it's the same person. A listener
0: from... A listener from the, the Netherlands. No way. Uh, <laughs> so there's probably your two there. Mm. Japan. Uh, oh, we've got a dedicated, dedicated listener from Frankfurt, which seems to keep reappearing. Um, we've got some in America, we've got Pennsylvania, America. Um, we've got people all over the world. It's incredible. And I just would love to someone to reach out Be the first person to reach out. If you listen to this, be the first person to reach out either to me or Steph. Doesn't matter, whoever you feel more comfortable talking to. Um, We are in constant contact with each other. So I'm sure she'll tell me straight away, or I'll tell her. Um, Preferably reach out to me first (laughs) because I I sort of win. um, And me (laughs) and Steph are really competitive with each other. Oh,
1: sure, fair. Yeah.
0: Further adrift, further away you are from us, the better. To see how far we can reach. Um, Steph, where can we find you?
1: You can find me on social media Instagram and Facebook at foodislife.nutrition. You can sign up to my email list if you like what we say on the podcast. You get even more of me most days of the week straight to your inbox. You can sign up to that either via the website, which is foodislifenutrition.com, or you can go into the show notes just directly below this, and all the links will be there too. Jambo, where can we find you?
0: Find me on Instagram at jambo.the.great. Remember, slide into those DMs. Just give me a hi. How are you doing? i have listened to your podcast. Let me beat Steph at something because she beats me at everything else we do together. Um, so, yeah, give me this, people. Give me it.
1: Come on, guys. We got this. Jambo.
0: Cool. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye.